I've seen friends of friends who I've been like, wow, this song, like, how did you get like 200,000 streams in three <laughs> days when you have 300 followers on it? I mean, like, that's cool. Like, that mm. can be a thing that happens. Sometimes your presence, it's Uruguay. Cool. Okay. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's- The fact that I don't get is when you see stupid people going, seriously, cough in my face, cough in my face. And just then like, do it, bro. And then the person walks off going, it. what do the it. fuck? Yeah. Well, these guys, like, there's this crazy one. I'll just do it. He's like going, cough <laughs> in my face, bro, cough in my face. And this guy walks, I don't know why he sounds Kiwi, but he walks off and he's like, see, people are scared to cough in people's faces now. I'm like, People weren't super thrilled about doing no. that in the first place. I don't <laughs> think it was the thing that you just like went over. Like, just hey. a greeting. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I don't think it was ever like if in fashion and all of a sudden the government has made it uncool. <laughs> like, Are you a hug or a handshaker or do you just prefer the no, cough? I prefer the cough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, how are you going? <laughs> well, uh, this is going to be bad. I get tested fortnightly for COVID just for, for work. Right. Uh, so if we come back positive after this, we know it's this <laughs> it was situation that it was put us cough. in problem. And maybe that should have been a rule in place. Probably, yeah. Sure. Anyway, so <laughs> sorry, Scott, if you got COVID. All right, that's a really good note to welcome. Yeah. Well, everybody, welcome back to Fresh and <laughs> Fresh. That's a great note. We might all have COVID. So <laughs> puff your heart away. Hey. Hey. You can't get COVID twice. Oh, actually, it hasn't been proven yet, has it? Probably should find out. <laughs> all right. Everybody, welcome back to Fresh and Zesty, the number one music podcast in Australia. Facts. Um, if you haven't subscribed or liked this already, please do because just fucking do it. Just do it. Come on. Like, what's Don't, the point in even watching if you're not subscribed? That's enough. We're giving you all the tricks and all the shit. So you missed the whole lot. Okay, let me let me say. It. So we're a bit rusty on this no, one. No, I did. I just we're number like, one, but you know, it's. I said that. It just shows you it's how me. good we will Look, be. Your mum's <laughs> number one podcast. She loves it. <laughs> she loves that. It's great. She does. Bro, she loves my mum would never watch this. I'd be. <laughs> Actually, I'm already disowned. I'd be disowned again. <laughs> a second time. Can't be disowned. Tw- oh, that's COVID. Ha- hasn't been proved. Hasn't <laughs> been, been proved. Bad. Hasn't been proved. Oh, man. Anyway, we'll make you famous from watching this. All right. <laughs> so you're going to be famous after this. All right. Our guest today is uh, the lovely, the one, the only, David Taylor. Um, artist from Sydney. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. That's right. Yeah. Artist from Sydney, Australia. Yeah. Correct. correct? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, we, like... I've I've known David for probably what like a year and a half now I think like properly yeah yeah like roughly yeah About that. I met you half two years when maybe. I was working at Crowbar yeah so yeah. I've never known I've never met you however no, 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 nobody no, no simpler times <laughs> no one gives a fuck about you Blake <laughs> get in the corner <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah like you I mean you've you've always been a little bit interesting to me like. You know, Please elaborate. I, feel, I, I don't know if that's an insult or you're Always flirting bit, with it. I really loved your hair. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you know, like because I know, you know, uh, our mutual friend Cam Naxon. Um, Can't stand him. Yeah. Shout Me out. Neither. Awful guy. guy. Just the love you, Cam. Um, yeah, like you know, like I've 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 seen you do work with him, and you mm. know, like it sort of just intrigued me about what you do in general. Mm. Um, you know, because I always see you doing. So what live, is that, Jamie? Elaborate. Live gigs and th- I'm fucking doing. Literally I just had a coffee, all right, and it's kicking yeah. in. And it's making <laughs> me anxious. Um, yeah, you know, you do a lot of live gigs, and you've got your own artist project as well, yeah. obviously. Um, uh, which I got to. Master a couple of songs. Ooh, master Shout of. Out. Mix Shout and master. Mix and master, yeah. Let's do it. Um, but yeah, like, you know, like, I was just like, uh, like, your your view on 
a couple of things that we want to talk about today mm-hmm. is, um, you know, just like uh, artists getting gigs, whether they be uh, the pub gigs or like uh, corporate gigs or, you know, gigs for an artist project and, sure. you know, uh, tours and things like that. Yeah. And as well as that, which is more to the point, especially after, you know, well, COVID, um, I really wanted to know how you thought the music industry was going to change because of COVID or well, just yeah, I feel like it was just, it, uh, I guess also irrespective of it, because <clears> I <throat> feel like it was already coming to a turning point. Yeah, for sure. But now with this added pressure, mm. um, yeah, where, like where sort of like you imagine that it would go in terms of live music, mm. not necessarily the, you know, like the, the corporate side of things, but mm. like, just like, um, festivals and live shows and like, you know, how things will change from now on. So people can, mm. you know, I just, I'm curious, man. I'm real curious. I mean, it's, it's scary. It's like, it, even before COVID festivals have been cancelled mm. left, right and centre. Um, uh, and it's, people aren't necessarily spending, spending money on going to live music anymore. Um, it's that whole thing of, in order to get a spot at a festival, you need to have great streaming numbers. Yeah. Um, nobody really cares who you are anymore unless you've got, great streaming numbers yeah right um, i find that so stupid though because you can buy streaming well, numbers yeah i think there's you know, like it's such a cheatable yeah thing i think that they've cracked down a lot on it now and there are ways where you can kind of see like they can weed out who's cheating it and things yeah. like that like if somebody has 20 million streams and then three followers on instagram <laughs> or, or like all that you can see the cities now where like people all are most are coming from most streaming, so yeah, Brazil's see, the one like, to look out for. Brazil and like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's some pretty interesting. Like, I've I've seen friends of friends who I've been like, wow, this song. Like, how did you get like two hundred thousand streams in three <laughs> days when you have three hundred followers on it? I mean, like, that's cool. Like, that mm. can be a thing that happens sometimes. Your presence, it's Uruguay, cool. Okay, that's, <laughs> yeah, that, that makes more sense now. Yeah. Uh, Giveaway, really giveaway. big in the market, the Uruguayan <laughs> market. So two is there almost did I? So it was great for his pop pop country sounds. It's really just <laughs> really hitting up the market. But um, yeah, so uh, they kind of look at that, and then there's the whole argument that I mean, people have kind of had always of the mindset that well, I mean, it's great, I can go and see them, and that's cool. But like, sometimes they're pretty average to be live. So like, I'd rather just listen to them on spotify and stay at home in my pjs (laughs) and not go out and then i think with the whole covid thing that's happening now Mm -hmm. and all these live live stream festivals and live stream concerts and things Mm -hmm. like that i think it's been a nice temporary placement yeah um but i'm very scared that it's going to become a bit of a well not necessarily (laughs) the norm i suppose but it's going to become more common and it's going to become people being like why would we pay 60 bucks like to see a ticket and then it's going to become artists being like well pay instead of paying 60 bucks to see me pay 25 and then i have no production costs really because we're not hiring a venue we're not hiring production like all we're paying a production team a very small fee so it could go either way it could very much be we're now doing that and that's the norm and Mm -hmm. there's like one or two big festivals a year um, or it could just, it's, it's, you know, it's unprecedented, but I think yeah. people are, are kind of, kind of, it's scary. It's really scary. Mm. So that's just the original scene anyway. Yeah. So but doesn't that, do, do you think that kind of puts a little bit of pressure on the artist to start 
not being complacent and they're going, all right, how do I make it worth mm. the money? Cause like, I'm a big advocate of you're creating any, like, again, come from the fan point of view yeah. or the viewer point of view or whatever it is, you know, like there's a reason why people, they still, there's still people that watch movies in the cinemas. Like I'm one of them because oh, yeah, again, it's not the movie I'm going to see. It's like, it's the movie plus I want to get out of the fucking house. Yeah, I exactly. want to, you know, just do something, have a dinner after and like all those other things. Like for me personally, and like, I mean, I guess we're, I hate to say this, we're from an era before the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Um, Rough times. <laughs> what must that have been like? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like there's, okay. So there's things that, there's things that shows physically will give us. Yeah. But streaming won't. For example, I can't randomly bump into a girl in the mosh pit and strike up a conversation and potentially get laid at home while streaming. Exactly. Or it'd be a whole different kettle of fish. I mean, like, I mean you can. Depends where you're from. I DMs, like, yes. like, yeah. like you, your wife's there. That's well, I, that's who you, I often bump into. <laughs> <laughs> you know? it's, it's lucky because, I mean, we it's, don't know who else is all bets it. are off if it's someone else. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a whole different conversation yeah. we have to have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. cut that bit from the record, that's, I think. Yeah. Nah, I mean, like, look, that's why I stream now. <laughs> you know, so hey, I'm past risk that, reduction. But, else. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, there's like, and how, like, you know, you can't experience the lights, you can't experience yeah. the atmosphere. Like, there's an energy to live that maybe as an artist we have a huge responsibility. For sure. You know, I mean, it was, it's not about what's due to us, it's what's, what's due to your fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was kind of like that before all this happened, I mm. suppose. If it's, yeah. um, I mean, I love Ed Sheeran. I've seen him um, when he came here two or three years ago when he was here doing mm. the arena show at ANZ. <laughs> yeah. um, I coughed that way, I should, hey. It's like when you accidentally fought and you know what, never mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but so I saw him a couple of years ago and then he came back last year or two years ago, whenever it was. And I was like, I've seen it now. He's cool. Like he does yeah. his thing with the loop pedal <clears throat> and it's it great kind and of he's sick, but yeah. Yep. Okay. Whereas I've seen like Robbie Williams, I'm also a massive fan of, and I've seen him five or six times, yeah. I think now. Because he reinvents his shows. Every single time I go, oh, I know same. you're going to get angels at the end and that's great that's what people go for <laughs> yeah. but besides yeah. that nothing else is is the same he has a different yeah. band a different whatever a different completely yeah. yeah and i mean it doesn't even have to be on that scale of of things i mean even at a small scale of what what i'm doing every time like we create a show it has to be completely different to mm. the last one and even if that's just with myself and cam and and mostly as a drummer or add different pieces into the band or take things out or change the songs and there's only so much you can do on a indie budget i suppose but i mean it's that effective but you can get creative man well you can Marilyn like, manson lit exactly. shit on stage and that was on no budget yeah exactly Stuck it was a microphone <laughs> and a hooker's butt like i mean there's always thinking, options i don't want to give away too much but, <laughs> but we are heading in that direction my next trick <laughs> we're gonna pull a mic out of cam's ass so <laughs> surprise um but yeah i guess it's that effect of i guess every artist wants to not only have people going away from their shows feeling more connected to them mm -hmm. but it, it can go either way of you went, you need to be so incredibly good at what you're doing yeah which i think ed sheeran is and he captures that market where people are like i would see that over and over and over mm -hmm. again whereas i'm like i think he's phenomenal but i don't need to see that again yeah. like yeah. i've seen it i loved it i it was worth the hundred and whatever i paid for it mm -hmm. but 
Yeah. I don't need to see it again. Whereas yeah. people like Robbie or even Gang of Youths that mm. was just... It wasn't even a dramatic a dramatic change in their two shows, but there was enough difference there it where was I was product. like, I feel like I've seen Gang of Youths do their Go Father and Lightness, uh, t- um, whatever their first tour was. I've mm-hmm. seen them do that, and now I'm seeing them do their Go Father and Lightness yeah. tour. Well, and it was it's like Tash Sultana. Well, exactly. Tash Sultana, I could not listen to her at all in like uh, our like a Spotify sense. Yeah, not a fan. I saw her live and I was like, fuck me, yeah. like, this is mad. Yeah. But I wouldn't watch her a second time because I was just like, it's it the, was sa- it's the it same was. thing. Like, yeah. But she's incredibly talented mm. and that was enough of a differentiation for, you know, like I said, like me, not a fan mm. uh, in the slightest to being like, wow, I really respect her as a, a skillful um, musician in, in that regard. Mm. But again, like a churn. Yeah. Seen it. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's, I guess if you have fans that are, dedicated enough then and they're the just, ones you got to focus on well, yeah well they're the ones you got to focus on to an extent because if they're a fan not you know you love them and appreciate them and they're the ones that buy all the merch and davidtaylormusic.com.au shirts are on sale now um, <laughs> thank you very much uh, link in bio um, <laughs> link in description <laughs> you love those fans who will whatever you you know and as as cliche and, and corny as it is to say they're the, they're the fans that become part of the family I hate using well, the that cult word sure. well yeah exactly I hate yeah. using it because everyone's like we're all family it's like mm. fuck I didn't give a shit about me like <laughs> yeah. you just you just take my money but when you're from the other side of of things and especially where I'm not necessarily where I want to be yet but mm. even just seeing that growth in the last few years those people that were there at the first local show yeah. when I was 14 are still there when I did my last uh, tour and when you were 15. When I was 15. <laughs> and now as a 16-year-old, I'm really just hoping that I crack the market. Um, <laughs> but, like, it's those people that, that stay with you all the time and, and yeah. buy the merch. And I think those are the, the, the family or the, the cult yeah. following where it's I could drop a hip-hop album tomorrow and they'd be like, sick, I'm on board, yeah. let's do it. Because well, we, we want to follow like a fa- that. They're like, a f- a, they're like your friends in a way because they've well, been exactly. along. Like, yeah. why, why do you have a friendship with certain so- uh, people? It's because you've shared life events together exactly and it's exactly. the same with your it fans it just happens that it's on the other side of like they're your friends but you know they i'd still things. they buy things they're mm. the, your fans who pay to be friends with. like it's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's, it's really it's the it's, best it's setup the best it's kind the of setup <laughs> uh but no like I, I i recognize those people and i you know will see them at a concert and hopefully if i get to where i want to be they'll still be the people there and they're yeah. the people that i can be like you know, You've been I can now afford to give you free tickets and help yeah. support you the way that you yeah. supported me. 100%. Um, so I guess, yeah, to come back to that point of artists need to, I guess, cater to those people. I think it's, it's so hard to put this right, but there's, I think there's less of a need to cater to those people because I think that they will always be there to support you and you've done the legwork and they're there like you obviously appreciate and love them (laughs) but I think there has to be an aspect of well if I just cater to this crowd then I'm still going to be playing 150 to 300 cap shows where's the growth growth? like what am I going to do differently that you need to make sure you keep that Mm. I think (laughs) I well you hope that they remain loyal to you so you need to make sure that you've still got the bones of your yeah thing but you need to be able to go well this is great i love you please come on this journey with me but now we gotta we gotta start getting some other people because if we don't like let's grow 
together. It's kind yeah. of the idea mm. of hoping they grow with you. Yeah. So. Well, reinventing anyway keeps them interested because, exactly. bro, you could play the same song. They're not like Ed Sheeran. Yeah. You know, that's not enough to get you coming back. I mean, yeah. he's super fans mm. probably, mm. but you know, you were reinventing. You hear at any successful artist like Jared Leto. Mm. He is a successful rebrander mm. over and over and over again. Um, that's why he's successful. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You know? It's, um, it's keeping people on their toes. And also keeping yourself interested as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. there's no... If you're doing the same thing over and over again, it's yeah. like, what am, I, what it am I doing it for? It does. Yeah. <clears throat> 100%. So, yeah, I think it's a, it's a really interesting... Mm. Nobody's cracked it. If, if we did, we wouldn't be. <laughs> we would be a hell of a lot richer than we are now. So. Um, so in terms of your, like the tour you went on, mm. was it uh, October, November last year? Or uh, before that? It was just before Corona. September, October? Oh, it was well well before Corona. It would have been, I think, did you the last show would have been September. It was just before. It was before Cam's wedding, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, so I mean, like I, I, I know I like a little bit of like you know, mm. Cam's process and things like mm. that in terms of building the shows, but I guess in in that in that aspect, like apart from the obvious changes, mm. like you being sixteen, not fourteen, exactly. Big, <laughs> big. he's um, hit puberty big, now. Yeah. <coughs> big man. What yeah. um what what was some of the things? I guess what's changed about like I guess your sound, like the songs, were the songs different? Were um I I think it was a different that particular tour was challenge um in the sense of i'd not toured for probably two to three years right um so i released the album in 2015 yeah okay so oh even longer then yeah i released it in 2015 2016 yeah right um and then toured it for a bit and it did really well um did 30 40 odd shows which were Excellent. small you know small caps little regional things yeah. and they were great and they got to meet a bunch of people and it was yeah, yeah. it was amazing but that was just me like it was just me and a right so and a guitar so it was just a solo oh, yeah solo kind of project um and then i went to the states for a few years and, and did some shows over there and yeah. worked on cruise ships and things yeah. that's a dirty word at the moment you can't say that um <laughs> you worked on <laughs> way ages it worked on <laughs> uh and did that and did some shows on land and, and kind of still had me just doing it yep. um, and cam was kind of always in in the background yeah um and i guess for this particular uh the chapter two yeah tour as it was um i'd released keep falling and battered which mm-hmm. uh Spotify. keep falling is actually sick thanks oh yeah. sorry nervous and battered keep falling is on the first album but yeah, i appreciate so, that because yeah. i heard that it's funny because i like i mean <clears throat> when i was listening to him that was the one like even halfway through i'm like all right i'm now singing in the car oh dope you know yeah. so yeah, 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 yeah that was that Keep was uh, from the first album, still available on Spotify. Uh, but yeah, I, I released "Nervous" and "Battered" last year, which absolutely the chunkster almost, almost brought me to tears when I was mastering those. Actually. I could not like, imagine you crying. Oh, bro, I was mastered. like, I was literally in my room. I was like, oh, oh, oh shit! I think it was like <laughs> oh, shit. I'd, I'd done a shift. Keep it together, Jamie. I'd done Keep a shift at Woo! the bar. For one before I mastered one of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd come into the studio. I think it was like uh, one a.m. or one thirty. Nice. And then I started <laughs> started working, and Seven. like played, like gave myself a listen through as mm. my process, and like um, it's just like when the strings came in, yeah. I was, I was like, yeah, yeah. Hold it. it hits hard. That's let's, hard. let's explore this. Why was it? Were we going through a hard time at that? No, nah, not at all, man. No. I think it was. I think it was purely just like 
there's there's certain times where um i mean like i i, I get a lot like i mean well, obviously the two songs that i've worked on of yours mm. um where sometimes when a vocal is not not delicate in the say in the sense of like you know like it's it's like fragile yeah. but like you're the you can feel the emotion that you put into that mm. performance mm. and then when once you mix that with something an instrument so emotive like strings yeah. live strings not not in like not a software instrument like this was a live it was timmy wasn't it Oh, it was Jess. Jess Graham. Oh, Jess. So, yeah, oh, yeah. My, my apologies. Yeah. Um, Timmy did... Uh, he did one of the other ones, though, didn't he? He did something else. He did something else. Something a little bit um, Timmy Devil. Um, <coughs> Shout out Timmy Devil. Uh, yeah, no. Like, when you, when you hear something so emotive mm. as a live strings... Mm. I, I don't know. For me, like, I've, I've got many memories of going to the... Um, uh, going to the opera or going to the orchestra with my grandma when I was younger. Uh, and um, I think fortunately, when they were in an alleyway, um, <coughs> a robber came and it was just <laughs> some jewelry was stolen. And now, and now you fight crime. Now <laughs> <laughs> I'm the bad man. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, I think it's a sense of nostalgia. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I just really, I mean, I don't play any apart from guitar. That's not a stringed mm. instrument. It's, it's a it is a stringed instrument. Right? It's, it's, it's a guitar. Um, <laughs> Details. <laughs> but like, you know, like I, I just have a thing where, like, when I hear that sort of stuff, it. The emotion that comes from it is yeah. like beyond anything else that I can, you know. Okay. So yeah, like it just uh, like so I, strings, I sort of wasn't strings expecting make you it wet. in a way. Yeah, a little bit. I wasn't expecting <laughs> the song to because I like I heard good. a little this bit of your stuff, heard a little bit of your stuff, but like not enough. Yeah, to this be is like, this was different. This was <clears> this one here. So I was like, ah, oh. mm. ah, yeah, and so yeah, it was like <laughs> it was it was a really great like it was you know it was a great like. Eight hours that I spent on it, crying, yeah. almost, yeah. Shit. And verge. half an hour of that was mixing and mastering. So <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's dehydrated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the most I've spoken on this podcast well, <laughs> in a row. I like it. I like um, it. So yeah. yeah, we did those songs. Um, I don't remember Jamie where cried. I was going with them. But Jamie cried. <laughs> it was great. Emotional experience. We bonded. Mm. Um, and Batted got the Vander and Young yeah, thing, which was just gave us heaps of promo which yep. was phenomenal also it was amazing that that happened and yeah congratulations yeah thank you um it was <laughs> it happened thank you thank you, thank you. <laughs> hold your applause uh no it was cool like it was it was completely unexpected and mm. it was something which i was like oh shit like yeah. people are into this like <laughs> this is this is something which i'd never expected to happen which was mm. great um and so i guess that the tour was um because i'd only had two new songs and they were so vastly different as yeah. well like nervous is just uh you're drunk at 3 a.m and go for gold whereas bad it is like <laughs> yeah <laughs> cool so it was hard to kind of uh, base a tour around that but because i had obviously released two new songs and was just trying to drive on that momentum um and did a very small little rebrand at the time mm -hmm. uh with new merch and things like Taylor that music. available uh link in my bio uh <laughs> mr potato <laughs> <laughs> um, oh wait that's next episode yeah I, we, we bought a url oh, oh okay yeah mr potato head method.com oh okay yeah. right I'll, we'll just make sure you watch it yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. just subscribe yeah, and you'll see when right, it comes right, up okay. uh already subscribed obviously hey, <laughs> my god anyways um <laughs> um, yeah, it was hard to kind of base a tour around two songs, yeah. I suppose. Again, two vastly <clears throat> different ones. So Cam and I um, 
I and again, as we were spec- have spoken about before, it's so important to to uh, to build momentum. Otherwise, yeah. you yeah. release songs and it, it dies. You need people to stumble across you. You need people to do that, and we uh, all the venues we played were fantastic with. Uh, promoting and things like that, and a lot of we sold out um, two of the shows, and the other one was was close to to being sold out as well, which yeah. was which was fantastic. With your shows, do you promote? So, like, say, because you're going to the, the shows, mm. do you minimize the barriers of people following you up by actually handing out cards, marketing, whatever, or do you just kind of hope that they are going to proactively out of their own time yeah. search for you? I mean, again, this was a whole different kind of tour like the whole point of this was just to be like hey i'm back in australia <clears throat> i've released some new songs this is for the people who have kind of stuck around for the last three yeah. or four years yeah um and so the, the the show was very much the first album like it was very much this throwback. is well yeah a throwback and also like it's different to what the new stuff I'm I'm mm. working on and the new project I'm in the direction I'm I'm heading. Um, so I guess it was kind of that tour was kind of like this is a thank you for everyone that's that stuck around mm-hmm. through everything because my sound has been <laughs> the same for so long and the brand has been very similar. So yep. it was kind of closing off. It was called Chapter Two tour, but it was it was basically closing off that chapter and being like sure. I'm finished with this now. Let's celebrate these two new songs which are in the same vein uh, but let's let's celebrate these two songs and let's celebrate everything we've been through together through this this journey so to speak yeah. um and i guess the the marketing wasn't um wasn't super pushed i guess it was it was kind of just seeing it, it was me seeing what would happen because I'd not to it in, in so long. And yeah, I, sure. I guess I wanted to, <coughs> which is, wouldn't recommend not marketing, <laughs> yeah. um, obviously, but I, I guess I was at a point where I was kind of unsure because um, I had ideas for this new project, but I was like, I, I don't know whether... Put some feelings out first. Well, yeah, I, I, I just wanted to see if people were still interested in, in me and yeah, what sure. I was doing. Mm. Um, Would you do that differently now with what you know? Oh, for sure. Because while we, like the goal of this too is to make sure everyone listening is like, mm. all right, sweet, I can take that nugget away. Yeah. What would you do now with? I mean, you've done the tester, mm. and what most people do is they do a song, then they expect someone who's just come across yeah, them that's not, that's to proactively go out exactly. of the line when they sober up the next morning. Go like, oh, what was the name of that guy that performed? Oh yeah, it was this guy's name. Yeah. I'm gonna now proactively search. Yeah. What What are some methods you would suggest, and I mean you do yourself, mm. in order to take away those barriers, so that again, if someone drunkenly wakes up the next morning, you wake up sober. Um, <laughs> well, uh, depends, well, depends, depends actually. Well, I'm definitely it's waking up drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what would you say that you would do, mm. and that someone else could do, like another artist watching this could do? Yeah. Um, I guess we we haven't really cracked it yet, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I guess what I would do differently. Um, again, it's it's such a hard conversation because we we sold out those shows without mm-hmm. marketing and without yeah. things like that, just purely based on on the people who had kind of been with me 
throughout. So mm. it, that whole tour was, was again, very much so a celebration of it all. You're all invited. Like, it was literally just through our social media where I was like, this, like, yeah, the, that's cool. the ticket. Well, it's, it's amazing. That's, awesome. that's that very happened. humbling. That was, that was kind of the, yeah. the test to see if I was fully prepared to spend a few a few grand in in marketing and um i mean the, the hard thing as well which people don't Let's understand explore that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so the marketing you spent because that's another thing that a lot of artists don't mm. do it's it's very much a receiving thing like no i should get this i should oh, do yeah. this it's, that's crap you've spent yeah it's, you've spent a couple of thousand dollars yeah. to market something now there is Smart spending and there's dumb spending. Like yeah. pressing the boost button on your Facebook is dumb. Yeah, exactly. Like little Aunt Sally Every doesn't want to hear about your fucking hip hop album. Facebook is an ad as well. Exactly. Which, so yeah. what did those couple of thousand dollars, what did you do? Mm. Uh, where did you invest and how did you, like what was the creative part to mm. it? Because there's obviously a creative and a money thing. Like more money doesn't mean that people give a fuck. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> so what what did you do? Um, well, we didn't for the tour. Like we, we had it there in the back burner if we needed it, mm-hmm. but we, we didn't, which was, which was great. Okay. But at the same time, obviously if I did a show tomorrow, the exact same people would be there and there's yeah. been no growth because you haven't marketed. <clears throat> so what would you do? Um, well, what we did for the, uh, battered, which was why it was so successful is the first time I invested properly in some PR, um, a lot of people it's it's a really hard thing because people in the industry kind of don't understand it and people who aren't in the industry don't even get remotely close to because again like like small cap shows but our our overheads were very small yeah and still selling all those tickets well i still lost money on a sold out tour because it's it just isn't a viable original music in australia is not Do you think you may be underpricing your tickets then? Potentially. Um, And again, I I think I would maybe do that differently, but even still uh, that money, I wouldn't charge people more for a ticket to then put on the same show. Like I think it's... Could you add intangibles that cost you no money, but then give them a a tangible value you could potentially it. i haven't figured out what that is yet so if you let me know well okay actually no fuck it let's explore this yeah because like there's someone out there will get value from this yeah but what you, i things? think with marketing I, uh, from your point earlier i think it's you need to invest it's the most important thing yeah. that's where all the labels have their acts obviously they've got pockets and all the radio stations and everything but that's and marketing itself but exactly that's, that's networking networking exactly is right. marketing exactly so you need to have you need to be willing to spend that money but not only do you need to be willing to spend that money you need to be willing to spend that money with the understanding that you might not get anything back that you probably won't yeah get it back like yeah. you need to just it's an investment yeah. in yourself it's an investment in your business but how can we explore that so that it is something we get the money back because mm. the the biggest way to kill your music music career is marketing with a negative yeah return yeah um i mean obviously there's investment but like you don't want to be investing say across 10 years tw- 200 grand for sure, for sure. and then being like well fuck if i redirected my marketing here I would have actually made 300 grand, mm. you know? So, um, well, I think that's just a case of trial and error. It is well, it 100%. Is, and, 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 it, and it's dependent purely on, mm. uh, well, you as an artist or, you know, producer or whatever, mm. 
your who you're trying to mm-hmm. market yourself to, mm. yeah, and the content that you give them, mm. yeah. You know, well, that's like the most important thing, right? <coughs> you can market it. You can spend so much money on marketing that every single person in the world like look at what you two did with that album yeah it was on itunes everyone was like oh we have this so we're forced to listen to it and because it was you two some people were like this is sick honestly that put me on you two well that's what (laughs) i mean i like that album cases like that and then there were other people People who were were offended like it was a breach of their privacy i'm like what the fuck exactly you just go do you know what you do free album delete it yeah but people were put off people who were fans of you two were put off you two people who weren't fans of you two were like this is sick but then there were Exactly. You can't, like you can't please everyone. You're gonna piss off someone. Exactly. You can say the sky's blue and piss off someone. Exactly. But that's the thing is, if the content's not there, you yep. can have every single person in the world yeah. listening to it. But you're not gonna connect with someone if the content's shit. Well, that's the thing they say. The quickest way to kill a shit product is great marketing, because mm. everyone will buy your shit once. Yeah. And, and never buy it again. Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> it's it's product, product, product. I mean, it all comes down to you yeah. can have the best marketing team in the world, but if if they don't believe in the product and if the product isn't good it has to be good it has to be good otherwise it to, as you said it has to be good for the right people exactly you know? again like marketing freaking you know jay-z to an 87 year old mother of three she probably doesn't like grandmother she of might three. but <laughs> look it's, it's yeah. statistically she's still though, not going to be the one coming to the concert <laughs> exactly. she's so, not a bit of a mosh bitter yeah so it's all about finding your your target audience which mm. is again what we had attempted to do and i think we have a pretty firm grasp of what my demographic is and And what what is that what did you figure out through trial and error who was like if you had to vastly like categorize Mm. which i usually hate doing but for marketing purposes like Mm. you know there's this there's always an average style of person for sure for sure who for you Mm. who would you say off top of the head is like an example if you're like talking because the reason that we say this about niche if you're trying to talk to everyone, mm. you talk to no one. Well, that's the thing. And yeah. then once you know who you're talking to, like say, for example, nothing to do with you, but like, all right, I'm talking to um, someone who's around the age of, you know, 18 through to 28. Mm. They're into um, country music mm. and they're like, they're into fucking, I don't know. They love a good beer. Mm. All of a sudden, all your posts, your songs maybe even, but how you talk on your social media, your marketing, mm. If you're talking to that style of person, mm. guess what? It's going to push away the people that don't like it. It's going to bring in the people that do like it. But then all of a sudden, people know who the fuck you are. Yeah, exactly. And you're bringing in the right people. It's so brand, who, brand, brand. It's exactly. So and it makes Just it easier. Do it. You know, have a recognizable, have a recognizable brand. If yeah. people see that tick, they know it's... 100%. It's mm. like, and you know if you love or you hate it. Like, it's, yeah. you need to have something that's... That was the problem with what I had, is that I came into the market at the same time... Uh, the Biebers and the the thing like that happened. And so we were very much like, oh, well, it worked for him. Let's make it work. For, let's target that teen girl right. yeah. audience. And <laughs> as at the time, I was also a, a teen guy, so it worked. Yeah, you're more, 15. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> six months ago, it was a big... Was a big <laughs> Bieber's just come back around now. So um, yeah, so we, we were hitting that market and it worked. It, it, it did really well because at the time, that's what we were focusing on and i guess that there's been so much up in the air with my brand in in particular where it's changed so subtly over the years and and color schemes have changed and and everything has changed that i 
I've been bad at it, to be fair, where I've not stuck to a thing. A, a thing. And I guess a lot of that also comes with growth, mm. um, being a little... You as a person. Yeah, a little older yeah. now. Um, as a as an old twenty two year old man, um, he was sixteen. Are you actually twenty two? Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. You're young. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but I think even even at this I point, I feel really old now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so old. Jesus. Fuck me. Oh my god. Um, and it'll change again in five, ten years, I'm sure. But yeah, you'll uh, be twenty seven. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Maths. Um, I might, get, might shave this off and I'll become sixteen again. Um, but Maths. yeah, <laughs> Maths. Um. I think there was so much of me growing as a musician and not knowing what I wanted to do. And as a result, I kind of took people on so many different, Mm. you listen to the first album and it's like the first is like, Oh, this is like the script. This is like sick. And then Mm. the second song, you're like, it's still kind of there. And then the third song, you're like, Oh, keep falling. Like we're going to have like a ballady kind of vibe. This Mm. is cool. And then we're like, Oh, we're in, this is country. Cool. Oh, this is now dance. <laughs> and oh, this is even heavier dance and disco. And now it's stopped and we're back to yeah. pop rock. And then yeah. it's. What, what's he do? Yeah, let's skip this track. And then. <laughs> but oh, that, it's rounded off really but nicely. That, but that's good though because that. But it's, it was it, an experimental. And that's the thing. To see like, what stuck. It's, it was also what you like. Well, it was. Know, it like, was. I was like, here are all my ideas. Yeah. and have them this is what's 100%. going on in my head right now this is my 10 different personalities going bang like it was mm. it was just a, a a clusterfuck of an album in, in lack of a better a yeah. term and as a result the branding uh, didn't make sense what could you do the branding yeah. stuck yeah. with that because it's like is he is he country is he pop is he this is he dance is he how do we market yeah. this kid like how do we do it and then yeah. they were just like broad like let's just market it as yeah he's a young guy who sings and has songs so the teenage (laughs) girls will like it just show the long hair yeah well i didn't have it like then that was the problem actually yeah like you were saying before this and this is an interesting thing i'm always talking about like brand like every part of you is a brand you Mm. were saying before this it's like just growing your hair was all of a sudden made you marketable yeah you know because i had the reverse when i was an actor right like i had long hair yeah like we can't we can't get you in front of things i was like fuck you i'm keeping it long exactly didn't get much of an acting career did i yeah well it's it's <laughs> not even necessarily obviously the long hair and, and a little bit of facial hair and things helped yeah me become more marketable i think i still could have been marketable without it but just in a different avenue yeah. i think yeah. what has happened now and i'm at the first time in my life and in my career um and i think it's it's showing with with the the conversations I'm, I'm having and the, and the people I'm talking to about it and the team I'm now got behind me and things like that, where it's for so long, it was just like, fuck it. He's a headless chook. Let him run around and do his (laughs) shit until he crashes and decides what he wants to like do. And I was like, okay, well I've had my sound. I've had my thing. Um, and now I've got, um, and I was talking to you about this earlier where it's instead of that 10 album track, where you said it to people and they're like, oh, this is cool, but yeah, what is it? What? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't understand what the hell is going on. Cause you have experimental albums, but there's still mm. like a, it's a, a thing, like a thing that thing. runs through. Yeah. Whereas mine was just like a kid with ADHD being like, this is cool. Shiny thing. This wow. <laughs> like what's, <laughs> what would you, what did you, no, like, so Scott called it something. So cause Stacy, my wife right. suffers from ADHAS. Yeah. It's like, so it's like, 
Oh, I suffer from ADH. Uh, no, a- fuck you, said. I know I'm gonna fuck it up. Because <laughs> like we were in the car and Stacy's like, "Look, I was like, I was, I was some sort of point that mm. I was trying to uh, point on her, and she's like, um, she goes, look, here's the thing. By the way, Scott, because Scott's from Brisbane, saying so she's come down, sure. and she's like, Scott, when I say here's the thing, it means like some, I'm about to drop something. Yeah. Anyway, oh my gosh, there is a dinosaur outside that house. Can we stop and get it? And, I, and we're like, huh? Where were you driving, bro? <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> we're in the hood. Uh, the year. <laughs> Six. Yeah. six. Yeah. We've yeah. been together a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so she's like, oh my gosh, yeah, cool. And then it was five minutes later and she still hasn't dropped this bomb that she's going to drop on us. And she's like, oh man, look, I'm okay, it's coming. What's going on out there? And we don't have squirrels, okay, yeah. here. There's no squirrels in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, not what a thing. the fuck? Yeah. Anyway, I digress. Hey, look, a squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know but that was that. that was the whole that <laughs> was the whole thing. It was it was very much that. It was just like, God knows what was going on in my in my brain. I was young and I was I was this was all exciting and I was I was recording in amazing studios with amazing mm. amazing producers and they were just super supportive and and well Pete was who I like, Pete Holes um, amazing dude who's just done oh my God everything and everyone insane and he's just like one of the be- if not the best in in the country mm. and he was so patient and so amazing with me because I just came in and, and he did just just finished a vocal session with John Farnham or he'd oh. just done yeah, a production with, with Gang of Youth and then I'd walk in and be like hello what are we gonna do today like <laughs> let's fucking do this a squirrel <laughs> yeah. oh wow um, oh boy I don't know why I went <laughs> like, Mickey Mouse all yeah. of a sudden I just came in one day as Mickey Mouse. That's and we, how I sounded when I was we rec- 15. <laughs> we recorded the Disney album and it was great. Um, and yeah, I came in and he was like, what are we going to do here? And I was like, we're going to do a dance track. And he's like, but the last one was a country track. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, no worries. Um, <laughs> and I was talking to Pete about it the other day as well. And he was like, you just needed to find yeah, find yourself. And but I, he allowed I, you to explore. But he did. And he know, was like so... Outside, he was, incredible yeah. that he did that and and he came up with 10 tracks which like whatever the fuck was going on in my head he was like this is what it was this is what it was what was and the name was of the album thoughts than reality which kind is of applicable yeah kind of kind of makes sense yeah i uh, because it was the thoughts of what the fuck was going on and the reality of wasn't that good. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have been thinking those things. Maybe maybe we don't have an 80 cent running over something else, but it catered to my every, every, you know, current need, every current need at the time. And there were times where he'd get to a point where he's like, David, we really don't need someone yodeling in the back of this <laughs> Like, I'm going to draw the line. <laughs> at, yeah, at this is probably where we... fine, yodeling, no. No, it's where we... Yodeling over the 80 cent, which is why it didn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, but he was great. And he... And, he uh, and I'm still, you know, super stoked with how all those songs have, have turned out. And they're a lot of fun to play live. And they have a lot of meaning behind them and a great story. Um, but they it could probably give a good dynamic for live as well. Well, it, it definitely did. <laughs> People are definitely not bored. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you that much. Um, Cam had a nightmare. Oh, MDing right. the whole thing. Because he's like, why the fuck are we... This is, just doesn't make any sense. Um, but... Yeah, I think now, uh, moral of the story is I've I've come to a point where I've got 50 or so demos, which are similar. 
Yeah. Not similar as in every song sounds like every song is completely different, but you listen to every single one yeah. of the songs and there's not one that stands out as what the There's what a core was. root to it. There is a core root to it and it's I think every single one of the songs and the sounds emulates the new brand and the new direction. So I think for the first time and again as I was saying it, it I've already found a lot of success and interest in it because not even because the brand is great. Like, the brand is just the brand. It's not released yet. It's We're working on getting it out. Like, there's nothing that... Mm-hmm. I'm not coming out being like, I've got this idea. It's a tick. Just do it. Like, just... <laughs> like, let's, let's, uh, I'm not coming up with some brilliant brainstorming idea. But it's... People are, are listening because I'm going in and being like, these are my songs. This is my sound. Mm. This is my brand. This is my target demographic that has been marketed and, and structured to and I know who I what am. What was your target demographic again? Very much the teenage girl yeah. kind of kind of thing. Um, and there's still elements of that in there because you don't want to lose that market. But obviously as they've grown up with me, they've yeah. matured as has, mm-hmm. as have I and as has my sound. So we're still catering to that younger market, but also you well, want nostalgia it to be is a powerful thing. Nostalgia you know? is a powerful thing. So they thing, can connect to that as well. Yeah, you want to you want to be able to have the all ages show and sell it out, mm-hmm. and you want to be able to have the eighteen plus show and have it be a completely different show and still sell, sell that out with the same songs. Have the songs catered across the board, mm-hmm. but just you know add a few more swears yeah. in it and a few the more. Way you do it. The way you present it. So yeah. I think it's it's the first time in my career that I've gone. Instead of here's this and then here's this and I'm thinking maybe this color palette, but then with me looking like this, but then also we're gonna do this sound. It's me going. It's interesting you say David color Taylor. palette. Yeah. So you're referring to the marketing in general, just uh, like. Yeah, like. Or uh, do we, you mean musically? Like there's like. Musically. You see a color when you hear a song. Well, a bit of both. Like uh, we, you hear different colors when I don't know if you guys do that as well, but you can hear mm. different. See different colors when you listen to songs, but it's emotions. Well, yeah, it's emotions as well. But um, and the album also had a purpley, bluey, pinky color, mm. like just physically had that color. And so then all the banners had that, and all the marketing had that, and all the everything. But then that didn't. It's hard to be like this color doesn't work with this sound like yeah. i don't know if that makes sense but it didn't mm. it just didn't work yeah. whereas the the colors we're using now and the imagery we're using now all makes sense it all it all ties together for the first time ever where i've got a set of 50 different things i've got one thing where i'm like done yeah this is this is your thing this is how it's going to be successful whether that changes in five ten years time i'm not sure but for yeah. the foreseeable future every time i'm going into a session I'm going into a session with this is what the sound is, so yeah. create it. Yeah. Or this is what the image is, so let's take photos in these locations yeah. and having me look <clears throat> like that and dress in a certain mm. way. Like yeah, that, even like that's so good. this like outfit is super Looks relaxed and things. <laughs> <laughs> but even even things you really like that, do flirt with him a lot. Just, <laughs> what jealous. happens after the yeah, podcast stays jealous. after the podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, but even things like when i when i'm seen anywhere now or whenever a photo is is taken it has to be like if i if i rocked up in a in a chunky love sweatshirt people would be like this is the coolest guy ever obviously <laughs> um but they'd be like but he's not he's not cool he's not on brand yeah. like what's he 
what's going what's on. Like, yeah. people will now see this and similar kind of vibes mm. to what's going on. Yeah. And be like, oh, that that's David. Yeah. That's that's his brand. That's his style. That's that's his ideologies mm. of what he's speaking about. Like, yeah. he, he's we know what he stands for, what his ideas are, what his sound is, what his yeah. image is. We get it. We're there. Yeah. We love it. Or we hate it. And if you hate it, then... Yeah. Shame. Try again in five years. But like, but that's too, like, you know, you want either way, people need to get it. Like, I mean, even the haters, mm. well, the people who don't like you, I hate the haters. Yeah. Well, they understand why you, they, they understand. They understand, like, I don't like it because <coughs> of this, not because of, I hate it because I don't know what the fuck. Well, that's going the thing, on. like, yeah. love me or hate me, but just don't be indifferent. Because mm. if mm. you're indifferent, I don't get tension. I, I don't get branding. Yeah. Like, because exactly. you don't care. Like, mm. whereas if you hate me, you're probably more likely to be like, ah, oh, fuck you. And like, yeah. just, you know, interacting with your shit. Exactly. And all of a sudden you're pushing it up. Thanks guys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. It's, it, it's weird, man. It's a, nobody's got a, a set structure to it. Nobody understands. Mm. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm a, I have any idea what's mm. going on. We're all, it's all trial and error. But I, yeah. I, I think from experience, the limited experience I have had and from conversations I've had and, and even just what's happening now, I just know that, it's the most important thing. And I think everyone kind of gets that as well. Yeah. It's like, it, it comes back to the whole thing you were saying before of great marketing, but if you have a shitty product, then it'll be killed. Pretty quickly. It'll be killed pretty quickly. If you have a product, which you believe in like, and, and you know how to market it, then it's more likely to be successful yeah. as opposed to I'm selling bananas, but now I'm also selling race cars. Yeah. Like this is my brand. Get on board. Banana race cars. Banana race cars. <laughs> so cool. We'll talk about that later. Well, I'm, marketing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm seeing things. I'm hearing things. <laughs> <laughs> well, even with marketing. So most people attribute marketing to like ads. Mm. That's advertising. Sure. Marketing in itself is also, as we mentioned, networking. Mm. So there's, you know, knowing people. Like the reason you're on this podcast, for example, is because, you know, Chunky and Chunky knows you. That's marketing, you know? Mm. Um, and... You know, so we also wanted to touch on for people watching this was um, booking agents. You mm. know, like booking agents, they're a marketing tool because guess what? They market as in they get you in front of, um, you know, your, they get you a show which gets you in front of people. Mm. So how have you in the past worked with booking agents? Mm. Um, another thing that some artists do get pissed off about is, yeah. oh, they take money and it took them like three minutes to do this thing. Mm why do they get that cut mm. and why are you happy to give them that cut yeah uh i mean i the last few tours i've done i've i've kind of done mainly independently i've had a, a manager here and there that's kind of stepped in and has guided me through it or in the last one i had my old manager and cam do a lot of a lot of the the heavy lifting um so we didn't necessarily have a booking agent in the in the past yeah. i think going forward it's a necessity i think it's mm. something that not only to take the stress away from people who don't need that like it that wasn't their job cam's job was to create the show yeah. and his job was to perform the show he doesn't need to be liaising with venues nor did my yeah. manager like that's was, his time as well that's like, his time and cam's always you know you know his cam will just do whatever but yeah. there's no there's only one cam like yeah. nobody else will do that for you like he's just goes above and beyond for everyone and it's not fair on on him yeah. and um also he's not experienced in that 
field. Like he did a it's not his expertise. He did an incredible job yeah. of it. But I think if we had someone and again, I we still I barely broke even on that whole tour. Yeah. But I would rather have I you know, I I take that back. I've no regrets on that last tour. I think it was great. It was everything I wanted to achieve and I was happy with how it went. But I wouldn't do it again. Yeah. I I wouldn't have changed anything necessarily, but I wouldn't yeah, it was do lessons. it again. It was lessons. It was trial and error. It was what I I got out of it what I put into it. Like yeah. I, I understood what I wanted yeah. to get out of it. I think I achieved that. I showed everyone I was back. I got to recon- reconnect with old fans and old friends and and also just put on a show for my friends and family in the Sydney show at least. So um but I think going forward you need you need that booking agency. You need that yeah. tour manager. You need there are so many there are so many fingers in the pie. Like mm. b- people don't get it like people all and it's expensive of course it is like you look at people like jess malboy will charge i don't know 50 grand for a show and people will be like whoa yeah that's a lot of money holy why (laughs) okay i want to be friends with jess malboy and yes you probably still do want to be friends with jess malboy (laughs) she's a lovely individual uh but she doesn't get 50 grand that's the the gross amount that's the gross amount she might she'll still walk away with a hell of a lot more than anyone else will (laughs) but you know she wouldn't have got if she had done it all herself and she had planned the whole thing herself and she had, she might have got a fifth of that. And it it would be a, let's say from the 50 grand, she takes 30. Mm. I'm just pulling figures out of my ass. But if she had, and you're like, well, if she'd done it herself, she could have had that extra 20 grand. Like mm. what? Why would she not? But if she'd done it herself, I can guarantee you she wouldn't have got 50 grand. Yeah. She may have got 20 grand and then she's 10 less than you know she started with so i on, on, on top of the, all the other costs that she still would have had to pay exactly exactly yeah. so i'm a i'm a strong believer in i would rather have a small percentage of a bigger pie mm. than i would having a larger percentage of a of a smaller yeah. pie because it's even though as you said like oh it took them three minutes to do this why am i giving them such a large percentage it took them three minutes to do it because they know what they're doing and they're a professional Mm. and they're probably the best at it and Mm. i can guarantee they're better than you at it and you're buying you're buying into their previous hard work you know like with such as with why would you use a producer when you can do it yourself it's like Mm. well you probably can't do it as good yeah also your the fee with a uh, booking agent Mm. the producer uh with a manager the fee and like look are all of them worth the fee they're charging? No. Not necessarily, no. Are some of them worth more than the fee they're charging? Yes. Of course, yeah. But that fee is like time you don't get back. Yeah. You know, and you're buying as well like, all right, my fee to this booking agent, for example, they've already networked with this many people. Mm. All I'm doing is like, I'm the money is just a form of energy, but I'm transferring this money to this guy or girl mm. to be like, Hey, I need a show. Hmm. And they go, cool. We know this guy. And so you're paying that for that connection for that connection that now has like, you don't know, like you've to get that. If you do it on yourself, yeah, you're just another artist hitting up another venue. Mm-hmm. And now you got to shmoo them and they're like, dude, we don't give a shit. Like yeah, exactly. F off. Yeah. But now by you going to him, paying him because this person trusts them, you're mm. buying that. And that's what, you know, you're saving yourself. Who knows? Weeks, months, maybe never. Yeah. If by a small fee of what is it like maybe 10, 20%, whatever it is, exactly. like that's the, so that's the important thing to look yeah. at. And I mean, you can, I was about to use another example of the, the cover scene and people being like, we're severely overpaid and we 
probably are to be fair. But like, uh, I'll put it in a in a super super simple terms of you go to a doctor, you go for a half hour consult, they charge you a hundred bucks. Mm. You're like, well, that's that's kind of taking the piss. Like, mm. he's just told me I have a cold. I could have told you that and saved myself a hundred bucks. But they've also gone to ten years of medical school. And have the experience. Mm-hmm. And I can guarantee you I would rather have a doctor in there than your auntie sitting there being like, it's probably a cold. When yeah. the doctor's like, it might be worse. Yeah. I would rather it's, have that. You're paying for the <laughs> you're paying minimum for, risk. Exactly. You're not paying for, even though it took them two seconds to do. And yeah. it would have been an effortless thing for them to do. And they would have looked at you and it would have taken them two seconds to be like, Stop being a little bitch. <laughs> You're fine. I'm not writing you a doctor's note. Go to work tomorrow. Um, but you still like you. You need that. You need yeah. that trust of yes. I am like <clears throat> it's shit that I have to pay this, but also like yeah. You're yeah. Pay- you're paying for their previous. You're paying, exactly. Exactly. It's it's the same in any industry. This is yeah. no different. If you want to do the job yourself. Go for gold. And you realize how fucking hard it is. Exactly. You can <laughs> perform open heart surgery on your partner whenever you like. I can guarantee <laughs> you it's it worth, won't end it's, well. It's, it's <laughs> worth the zero dollars you're paying. Exactly. Exactly. It's you, you get out what you put in, I yeah. think, is, is the moral of this whole story. Yeah. Of. But that's the thing, too, with the business side of it. Mm. You know, like this is the tricky thing with arts, especially music, where it's so gray you know Mm. like acting at least it's like they pay you you act Mm. then they reap all the rewards because Mm. they've they've taken the risk with Mm. music unfortunately the way in which it's structured is typically very fucking gray yeah you know so and there's also no anything like it it, there's no there's no step-by-step process i'd say it's probably even in acting there's a little bit of a oh you go to school you get an agent you audition you get Mm. you get gigs or you don't get gigs if you shit you're not going to get gigs but even there there's there's sort of a a step by step like if you want to be a doctor you study your ass off in high school you get into a good university you study there you do some pracs you do this you do that you become a doctor if you want to do anything in the world there is a guaranteed step by step of hey I want to be this. Like you have the career advisors at school or whatever, where you're like, I want to do this as a job. And they'll say, sick. Well, this, this here is a fuck ton of pamphlets. <laughs> here is your instruction manual to life. Go for gold. When I went in and I was like, I want to be a musician. She was like, good luck, bro. <laughs> have fun. Here's your instruction manual, which is the piece of paper saying you're fucked. Um, Go this way. Yeah. <laughs> Do what you want. Um, but is, there's no, there's nothing. There is no guaranteed. Because well, there's um, so many routes. There's, there's, there is. And yeah. even in another elite field, like uh, music and sport are so often compared mm. in, in the sense of you have that celebrity status and you have people who are here and you have people who are here and you have a little bit in between, but you don't hear about them. Even with, um, oh, I could have, I could have been, I could have played for Real Madrid, but I, you know, I just didn't have the right connections. Fuck off. Yeah. If you wanted to play for Real Madrid, you probably would have been signed at four years old to begin <laughs> with. And you probably would have been, a, you know, there's that connection. But also if you're good at something, you work your way, like even there, there is a step-by-step yeah, there is luck along the, the way. There's yeah. there's a there's luck to everything. There's also but like there's the, your immediate uh, circle of people, like advice. Like, I mean, I don't know if you watched the last dance with MJ. I haven't yet, but I've heard great things. Dude, about in it. the yeah. first two, like one or two episodes, yeah. was when I was like, literally, 
It was the people around him from even the fucking beginning. Yeah. Like he was going to go back for another year of college mm. and his coach is like, no, yeah, go to the NBA. Yeah. And luckily his mom was like, well, yeah, that's probably a smart idea. Yeah. Whereas the difference as well, it, like where there's the opposite and this does happen a lot. I talk about the, the, the Paul brothers a lot, the YouTubers, mm. his dad, so Logan Paul made a hundred grand off of Vine, mm. which is fucked. Mm. So much money. It's disgusting. And his dad, he was like, he was like, dad, I'm going to move to LA and pursue this shit. Mm. And his dad, Greg Paul was like, all right. And then his they were telling him recently that his he had he, um, his dad had friends going. You make a mistake. Hmm. He's like he just made more money than you make in a year yeah, exactly. from six seconds. Yeah, and he's like, and he goes, no, but you're making a mistake. He shouldn't go to there. It's too yeah. risk, too risky. And he's like, well, fuck you. I'm letting him do it. Yeah. Some parents wouldn't. Well, let, that's the thing. They would let that pressure cropple them, mm. and then you know, like how many players or how many musicians. Mm could have been another mj could have been like a drake but yeah. because of their network being you know now nah, that's not safe now nah, that's not this so you know like you're making a mistake by mm. taking a risk mm. that we'll never know about yeah you know it's it's crazy like and i'm i'm so incredibly lucky with the network i have i, I went to a, a a really good school a, a, a very academically driven school yeah um and a lot of the ideology of that school is you come out and you best believe you'll be a, like, you're going to be a CEO. You're going to be a lawyer. You're going to be a doctor. <coughs> That's the structure. I mean, you have cases, Hugh Jackman went there as well. So there are still structures of, hey, actually it can happen, but like, and they were incredibly supportive of, of what I was doing. And they were kind of like, sure. just show up to class. Like, <laughs> you just, just don't fight your teachers like just can you just show up like we get that you don't want to be here yeah but like y your parents have, have put you into this school for a reason so just don't be a dick <laughs> it was the, actually <laughs> sat down with the headmaster and he was like can you just stop fucking around <laughs> like <laughs> i couldn't give i couldn't give a shit i had my my year 12 maths teacher was one of my favorite favorite people on the planet because she just like i she was my math teacher like all all through school yeah. um and she knew i could not give a shit and so it got to year 12 um and i would go into class and she'd be like here's a pillow fuck off to the back of the room can you just not disturb me <laughs> like i'm i'm gonna teach the other 29 kids if you want to contribute i'm happy to do so <laughs> but just don't be a pest like just do your shit in the back of the well, class. Well, and cool. it's, it's people like that who I've, I've spoken to her recently. Um, and she'd like, liked something on, on my Facebook page Fanny. or something. So, oh. um, and she was like, Oh, good to see you're still doing it. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm doing some cool yeah. stuff. Like, it's great. I'm really but happy. That's the thing. Like people don't expect, but, you know, yeah, it's, and, and most people quit. People are like, Oh, they'll, they'll give it up. She was one of the people that was like, I believe you can do it. And I, I really hope you do. And, and she was kind of like, it's, she was like, I'm glad to see that you are still doing it yeah. because yeah. if you, if I had seen on your, on your page that you are now working in marketing somewhere, I would have been furious. Oh, your accountant. Well, yeah, <laughs> furious. Um, and she's like, I would have been, I would have been super mad that you're not 
pursuing what you wanted to do because you were so adamant that that's what you wanted to do. And just because it's been a rough few years, like if you wanted to work in marketing, I would have pulled your finger out of your ass and like told you that you needed to do this, like, which was my job, but because I like cared and because I, there were so many people in my life growing up who were like, you probably should pull your finger out and do something. But also I get that this is what you want to do. We, even if they were like, he's going to be so fucked. They're like, we, he needs to make that. (laughs) He needs to see that for himself. And my, um, my, my mom and my, all my family have been so incredibly supportive of, of me. Um, and I remember her going up to school one day being called in once a week, maybe, um, (laughs) and going in and, and seeing the head of, um, it might've been the head of academics or something or someone who was really high up in the school, um, and us being in a classroom and, uh, I was a prefect as well for got for like How? Years, for co-curricular. Oh, so yeah, yeah, I'm a prefect that doesn't, up. that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. Um and I remember us sitting in a room and it was like a like people were like fighting for the, I slept through the prefect ceremony. Like they called my <laughs> name out. Um Were you and, ever awake at school? No, nah, never. Is it I'm seeing a common theme of, <laughs> Yeah. Um, that's why I'm always up now because I had twelve years Whoa, of just sleeping. Dude, well I love it. This um, as I was talking to him while you went out quickly, yeah. I'm like, So how's your day mean? Man, so busy. I woke up at eight and I was like Oh, that's early. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I've had no <laughs> sleep. I'm like, oh, well, yeah. that's the thing. I'm like, because he, yeah, as I was saying to you, I'm like, yeah. he, he, every time I'm like, all right, we're doing a podcast, bro. Can we get our first guest in at 9 30? He's like, <laughs> bro. PM? You may. Like, yeah. like, I'm you, like, dude, yeah, I've been up since 5 30, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're mad. Um, that's why I'm also probably not a successful musician. I don't well, sleep in. I mean, if I was up at 5.30 in the morning, I'd probably get a hell of a lot done as well. <laughs> in hindsight, I feel like I'm probably the one in the wrong here. Um, but yeah, they. I remember us having a meeting and um, having slept through the prefect. I remember my, my drummer, Mark, calling me. And I was, it was like 9.30. And I was like, what? Like, what do you want? He's like, where are you? I'm like, I'm in bet it's like school starts at 8 20 bro. <laughs> and i'm like i'm like it's fine i had maths just be like i would be sleeping anyway um, <laughs> i'm just cutting out the i'm commute. just cutting out the, I'm cutting out the middle man i'm just here anyway um i'm just doing homework um and he was like yeah we're doing the the prefect like there's an assembly happening now i'm like oh cool like who got shit he's like well you did i was like oh all right mark <laughs> sure i did bro no worries <laughs> <laughs> You do you, mate. Um, and he's like, no, they, they called you out and you weren't there. Everyone else was there and got their black ties and was super excited about it. But the, uh, you weren't there and it, was, it wasn't it was unexpected. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Um, and I just remember us sitting down, my mum and uh, uh, this head of academics guy and, and sitting down and, and him being like, um, the fuck <laughs> in short um and he was like look paraphrasing par- sure he didn't say those exact words um but he sat down and and he was uh, everyone was always super supportive and, and i have nothing bad to say about that about the school and i wouldn't be the the man or, or probably even the musician i i am if it mm. wasn't for how much they they nurtured me uh and i remember just sitting in that room and him being like, obviously, cause his job was to make sure everyone got the best marks and make sure everyone was working hard. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, David's been sleeping through classes <laughs> or not showing up or fighting with, 
teachers. Because and he wasn't allowed to sleep. Because he wasn't allowed to sleep. <laughs> and he was super grumpy about it because that's his nap time. Um, <laughs> you don't wake David up from a nap. Um, and I just remember him sitting there and being like, if he doesn't pull his finger out, like, we're going to take his prefectship off him. And I was like, oh, here you go. <laughs> You're welcome. I'll cut out the middleman again. You have it. I wasn't even there as far as I'm aware. I had nothing. Um, and he, like, cause that was a huge threat. And cause it's a great thing to put on a resume that you were a prefect at this school and yeah. da, 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 da. that's what I look for in a, in a musician. <laughs> I'm like, next time I go into a record label, here are my songs, but fuck that. Prefect. I was prefect in 2015, <laughs> so I'll take a $2 million advance, maybe. Um, co-curricular, oh, yeah, 1.5, that's fair. Um, and I just, I remember thinking, who the fuck, like, this is such bullshit. Like, who cares? And then I thought, like, oh, all those kids that, like, actually work their ass off and apply themselves yeah. and, like, wanted to be a prefect, like, I guess I should do so i didn't end up doing it <laughs> there was two seconds there i was like maybe i should like whatever nah. um and mom was like is he being disrespectful and he was like i mean he's not not being <laughs> like he's he's sleeping through classes and she's like well is he has he like is he bullying anyone and he was like not like he seems reasonably well liked to an extent as much as he can be likable when he's asleep half the time. <laughs> um, and she's like, is he, is he, is he offending anyone? Is he bullying anyone? Is he being a dick? And he was like, well, I guess well, it's the expectation again, the status quo. Well, yes. You know, well, like, he was he's like, not, he's not doing what we expect him to do. At exactly. School. Exactly. He was like, well, he's not doing like, he's not studying and he's not, and she's like, is, is he being a good person? Mm. And he was kind of like, <laughs> The, what the is parents that? in here before were like complaining because my son got a B plus and like <laughs> we were having a full fight and they were whipping him in the chair. Like, what do you mean? Is he, and she was like, is he like, is he being a good person? And he was like, I don't really know. I guess I haven't had many complaints from <laughs> teachers and stuff. Um, I guess. And she was like, you can take the prefectship. If somebody else deserves it more than him, then go for gold. And he's like, well, I guess he did deserve it for the co-curricular stuff. And she was like, well, there you go. Yeah. Well, that's the and, thing though. But like, that was, yeah, she was like, expectations. If, he, if he doesn't want to study and he doesn't want to do anything. My younger brother who finished three years later got 99.35. Uh. So she knew that one was coming up. She was like, trial <laughs> so and error. She was playing, <laughs> just, there's a risk factor, really. <laughs> trial and error. Um, yeah, all his teachers did Yeah, exactly. All, none of his teachers knew we were related until graduation and they were like, how the fuck? Um, <laughs> you were awake at every single yeah, class. What? And early. And like studying. Um, and he's now doing his, you know, he's he got he's a, a CEO. He's, he's great. Um, Bill Gates. Uh, <laughs> Benjamin Button thing. It's a, um, <laughs> but you know he's he's he wants to be a physio, and so he's he's doing what a lot of the kids did when they went to that school. He went to the career advisor and said, "I want to be a physio," and she said, "This is what you do." And now he's following that step by step. Yeah. And in a few years, he'll and be that a physio. Works great for some people, and he can buy me a house and fund my next great. album, and it'll be great. <laughs> he doesn't know it yet, so James, um, thanks, Checks mate. In the mail. Yeah, <laughs> here's my bill. Um, this is Big Brother payment. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, she was, she was like, and I, it was the first time in my life, like she'd always supported me and she, um, 
to come back to Cam, Cam and I met eight years ago when he did my first song for me and she was there in the session. Like she drove me and was like there and he's like, you can like chill in here if you want or you can wait outside. Like a lot of people like aren't in and she's like, if it's cool, like I want to, I want to be part of the process. Like I want to see it happen. Like I want to be here to, if you don't want me here, like I'll fuck off. And I was like, no, like I think I, I would like you to be here. And, and she was the first one that I still remember Cam sending over the song for the first time and us like sitting in the living room and just like crying listening to it and this fucking awful song looking back on it now cam did a great job but it was just a really shit song but i remember that's the why time, she was crying she was like, Fuck, what have i done um at least we've got james i suppose he's uh, 11 at the moment he's destined for good things um but yeah, I just remember sitting there and it was just such an overwhelming experience because she was like, is this what you want to do? And I was like, yeah, I think it is. And she's like, all right, well, let's do it. And like, there'd always been moments like that along the time where I was like, she supports me and everything yeah. and whatever. But then it was in that where she was like, is he being a dick? And he was like, no. And she's like, well, the second he's being a dick or he burns something, <laughs> give me a call. But until then, like... It doesn't matter. I don't need to come up here every week. If yeah. he's not doing what he needs to at school, then like that's on him. Like if he doesn't want to study, it's his life. I'm not going to control him. If he mm. wants to really hope he doesn't live with me till he's 40, <laughs> um, moved out already and I'm 22. So uh, <laughs> I'll see you in five years, mum. Um, <laughs> but she was like, you know, if, if that's what he wants to do and he wants to take the risk to do that mm. and he is passionate about it, as long as he's a good, like I've not raised him to be a lawyer. I've done my best to raise him to be a decent human being for the most part. Yeah. Um, if he wants to come here and fuck around all day, as long as he's not offending someone or being disrespectful besides sleeping in the back of the class. If he's not doing anything that is directly yeah. being a bad person, then like I've done, I've done my job and yeah. I'm, I'm happy with him <laughs> doing what he wants to do. Like if he wants to spend all his time, I know it's not the school's way. Sorry yeah. about it. Like take off the, the prefectship if you need to do this, do that, do what you need to do. But yeah. at the end of the day, you've got me in here because you wanted to inform me of what's going on. Mm -hmm. You wanted to inform me that he's not working. I'm well aware he's not working. He doesn't yeah. leave house till 10 o'clock most days. <laughs> School doesn't start later for everyone else. Like <laughs> I'm aware of what's going on. Yeah. Well, that's I good. That's not, good you had yeah, that. She's though. like, I don't not care. I wish he was doing work, but I'm also not going to be over his shoulder the whole time. I'm going to, if that's what he wants to do, I'm going to support him with every decision and it's his life and he has to make those calls. Yeah. And I just, she allowed you to do, she like, did. Fail forward basically. She did. And there, there was a, a few years straight after school where I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And, um, the peak agency, Tim Kirkland at peak came along and, and started giving me some cover gigs. And I was like, great. I'm like, I'm making a lot of money, um, for an, 18, 19 year old, even as an adult, I'm like, I'm getting far too much for what I'm doing. Really. <laughs> this is like, I'm so, I don't understand. Like I'm, we're a tax write off most of the time mm. for venues, which is fine because pays my bills. Um, <laughs> oh, that's another, you got to learn how to work that you do. tax system. Like it's, it's not about the gross it's again. Crazy. It's about the net. It's about the net. So. 100%. But yeah, I just, I just remember that and being a, a defining moment in, in my life where I was like, shit. Okay, because there was kind of, I guess there was always that thing in the back of my head of, oh, she's going to just tell me to pull my finger out and I'm going to have to do this and they're not going to, she supported me all this way because she believes in me, but there's also the thing of, 
what are you going to do if it doesn't work out? Yeah. Like there was, there's always been that, well, what's... Yeah, how do, you, how do you make it work? What's the, well, not only how do you make it work, because I didn't know. I was like, honestly, mum, I have no idea. And there was a good two, three years where I had absolutely no idea. Yeah. And then there's always the, well, what's your plan B if it doesn't yeah. work? That mm. was the first time, I think, in my life where with an absolute certainty, she was like, he doesn't have a plan B and that's cool. Mm. He'll sort it out <laughs> along the way. If he doesn't, well, I done, I've done what I can. Um. And I just remember leaving that meeting and being like, can I go home? And she's like, no, you have six <laughs> hours left in the day. <laughs> Fucking, what did we just talk about? Um, but yeah, I, remember, I thought it was a green light yeah, to sleep. I thought that was a good, all good to just stay at home <laughs> yeah. all day. I'm still a good person at home. I mom. can be great at home. I'll take <laughs> out the trash once a week. Like, um, and I just remember that and thinking, fuck, okay. Because I had just been dicking around and I'd been like going into the music rooms and jamming out, but I'd not done anything productive. Mm, yeah. And I just remember um, just being there after that meeting and being like, fuck, okay. Like, I'd kind of always expected someone to be like, well, you need a plan B. And that was the first time in my life where I was like, oh, shit. Mm. This is a this is the real thing that's, that's happening right now. Mm. Yeah, wow. So it's shit. funny enough, it's like the opposite. So well, it is. It was because the, they didn't... Because you expected them to do what maybe... Uh, now Pretty we're finding out most 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 yeah. parents do, mm. but your mum not giving you that, mm. not giving you a it was kind a of a kick up the ass in the other net. direction of yeah, I'm gonna you're either gonna be homeless or a musician yeah she's like I'll be here if you fall I guess but like don't rely on it yeah she's like you'll still be paying rent here like, yeah it, well that was the thing as well like I as soon as I turned eighteen she was like you want to work as a professional musician like you'll be paying rent. Mm. Like if you're not going to go to uni Like and you want to make it work Not a, not even as Like it was nothing yeah. It's like a hundred bucks a week Or something yeah. super small But it was The premise It was the premise of it, it was enough for me To be like Oh shit I need to go and mm. I need to go and make some money So I can I can pay bills And I can, yeah. I can I have to sustain myself And I have to I have to do it Because There's no Backup There's no anything Yeah and now, it, now it's do or die Now it's do or die And I, I Again after that meeting I, I remember calling Pete Holes And who Because we'd um, We'd met a year or so ago And recorded a song um, Out at the Sony studios Because I won a Band competition Or some shit yeah, And we nice. did that And it was <laughs> God awful But I met Pete <laughs> And we connected And it was great It was an award nonetheless It was <laughs> Did what it did um, <laughs> And We had a lot of fun Um but I remember calling Pete and being like, what do I do? Yeah. Like, and just had in hand for the first time in my life being like, help. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I'm, I don't know. And he's like, well, well, let's like write some stuff. Like, do you have any songs ready? And I was like, yeah, I have a few things. And we, we wrote. Um, one of the songs together and then uh, keep falling. He was like, I got this idea. And I was like, this is fucking incredible. And then I like changed up some stuff and added some stuff and added a verse and did this and did that. And we, we worked together like for the, pretty much the rest of year 12, I was, went in to take exams and then I was going into the <laughs> studio to, to finish stuff off. And um, I, I have Pete to thank for, for so, so, so much. Like he didn't, yeah. he didn't charge me for studio time. He didn't, I paid a very, very, very minimal fee. Mm -hmm. Um, 
at the end of a 10-track album, which he produced and played everything on and mixed and mastered and did everything. Like, it's disgusting. Like, I look back on that and I'm like, I kind of hate myself that I I didn't give him what... At the time, I was like, I don't have that money. But he did something... He didn't do it, like, with expectation. Like, he did it out of the goodness of his heart. He did that because he believed in me and he wanted... He genuinely wanted to help. And I think there's been so much of... So many people in my life that have given their time or given their energy or given their, um, just done things for me, which they wouldn't necessarily, I mean, people like Cam would just do anything for anyone and I love him to bits and I talk shit to him all the time and we fuck around, but like, I wouldn't be the, the musician or the person that I am without, yeah. without Cam and without people like Cam who have driven driven me and and not only you've given me opportunities and ridiculously stupid rates on things um but i guess it kind of also had that not that it was their intention but it, it kind of gave me that thing of fuck like pete's just given me two and a half years of his time for no money <coughs> and cam's given me 10 years of his time and Michael McGlynn and, and yourself and, and people who have been Robbie Walcott who does all my creative stuff. Oh, you know, Robbie. I love, I just, I was there this morning before my meeting. He was giving me his old laptop because mine, no Doesn't fucking work. way, because he's the one that filmed my sh- uh, oh, shows and shit. stuff. He filmed one of my film clips back in the day too. Right? And yeah, Robbie's my like creative director. Random. So Fuck. it's not Sydney. It's pretty. <laughs> everyone knows everyone. Yeah, but it's just uh, it still is funny. You're just yeah. like, huh? But um, Random. yeah, it's it's having those people who have supported me along the way, and and mom and and everyone in the industry, where it's like, now I'm not just. I don't know. I don't want to make it sound cliche and corny, but now I'm not just doing it for me yeah yeah like i feel like if i quit tomorrow i would have and again not anyone's intention to make me feel like that mm-hmm. but i would have let down for sure those people who but you need that pressure time. you well, know you if, do, there, you if there's no pressure there's no like it's like if you again you give a free show yeah. or you give someone free tickets yeah they're probably not they're like them. oh i really have an itchy foot today yeah fuck. Ah, i just won't come whereas if they've paid three hundred dollars for a ticket Bro, they could fucking roll Which is their what I'm a- selling the new tickets at, by the way. So. <laughs> Worth every cent. Yeah, but, Taylor.com. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, if if you if you were paying three hundred dollars for mm. a ticket, you rolled your ankle. If you can, like, still you broke ha- your leg, you're there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You Crunches know, like, you will find a way, and yeah. like, that's the thing you've got now. You need this pressure. You need that because otherwise, there is like, it is easy to just be like, ah, you know, I'll stay at home yeah, or. I won't write. I write a music. I'll write a song tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Uh, maybe tomorrow. You, you need that pressure, and you need that point of the pressure of letting people down, but also the pressure of, I want to be successful and I want to make enough and do enough that I can give back to the people that have helped me yeah. along the way yeah. and give them, <clears throat> not even give back, just give them what they deserved. Yeah. To yeah they see you go the a certain place. way and them, that them seeing that was like, all right, I invested my time in, mm. in him enough. Yeah. Well, not like exactly. Like I want to be able to get to a, to a point where I'm, I'm making enough money from, from it that I can, pay them the rates that they, that they charge, charge normal well <laughs> exactly that they charge and that they just and more because they deserve to be to be paid that and yeah and not have to because i hate every time when i go into i mean i love it but i <laughs> i hate when i go into the studio with cam and we produce something and i'm like how much is that gonna he's like oh i usually charge this but like 
yeah. or charge this. And but I hate being like, able. I have to be like, well, yeah, I want to. Be, I can't. Yeah. So I will but, take yeah. that. But, but that's also the yeah. thing. Like you know, and again, like where this is, I mean, it's business, but it also is personal. Like you know, there is layers to yeah, it. Of course. And like an onion. Yeah. Like an onion. <laughs> like an onion. <laughs> so yeah. But um, well, cool beans. We've covered a lot. Yeah, I feel like I know your mum really well. She's great. Uh, she's great big shout out, Mrs. David. Um, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, your mum is Mrs. Chunky. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> it makes it makes sense. What's uh, time? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. It's, yeah, it's a time. It's good. It's 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 been a jam. But um, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, sick. Where can they find you on the socials? Yeah, let's do it. That's davidtaylormusic.com.au. David Taylor Music. David Taylor Music, Instagram, Facebook. Love it. Anywhere you can find anything, I'll be there. We shall put the Except for TikTok. On. I haven't done it yet. I, everyone tells me I need to, but... TikTok advocates right here. <laughs> Get on it. I can't be fucked. Yeah. Yeah, you say that, but it's off the views. <laughs> By the time this goes up, I'll be on TikTok. David Taylor Music. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All, right. All right, cool guys. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. good. Sweet. Fucks. Happy. If you still haven't subscribed, yeah, what please the do fuck? so. Just do it. Hurry up. Just hurry up, guys, please. I love you. But, <laughs> see um, you guys next time. Thank you, David. Thank love you. It, love it to meet you yeah. finally. Yeah. Thanks. Right. Thanks. Nice to see your face again. Don't let me hang him, bitch. You let me hang in again? Two, fuck, two in a row. One and a half meter distance. All right. Peace. Bye. Okay. Bye.